Hey, y'all. Scotty Real. And the dude here. And we just want to shout out to our crew of listeners, growers, cannabis professionals, and recreational tokers. Otherwise known as the Dude Grows Crew. Who every week come through solid and donate their hard-earned money to produce this show. It's the support from our listeners that directly produces the Dude Grow Show and keeps the unbiased grow knowledge pumping out week after week after week, guys. You are the DGC, and there's strength in numbers. So please show us some love and help produce the next show by going to dudegrows.com and making a small donation. Respect. Come on, brother. Let's get high and start the show. Yeah. You're listening to the Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. What's up, growers? Welcome to Dude Grow Show, episode number 37. You hanging, Scotty Real? Yes, indeed, man. Hanging. What's going on, dude? Well, as promised, we're coming at you with some new equipment. Sorry about the uh, the echoey effect there on 36. But, I mean, if you hit your bong right, it, it might have worked out for you. But uh, I don't know, man. That was tough. I think we need to do a complete redo of the show, man, you know? <laughs> a, a, a reread of the show, Hollywood but, style, you know, yeah, like, like re- in character, man. Yeah, that know? would be good. We'll just reread it, me and you, and then we can change characters for Blooming. But anyway, you can already tell me I'm a little too tuned up. So let's t- let's tell people what's going on on today's show. If they don't know the format, let's bring it to them. First, what's going on in your grow these days, Scotty? Oh, man, I got a bunch of good stuff going on. But unfortunately, I guess I'll... I, I, I'll start with the bad, man. I caught a couple spider mites hanging out, man. And it was really weird. Just in a, a real specific spot. The whole room was clean. I've got fans going on everywhere there. But just this one little spot. It was, wasn't far away from a fan at all. I actually got webbing on a couple of the flowers. And yeah, how to pull out the Easy Wet. But just kind of crushed those spider mites with the Easy Wet SE. So really no poisons. Just a little saponin. You know, a little wetting agent in there. So what does it do to them? What does it do to the mites? It chokes them, man. It chokes them. It gets <laughs> in their air holes. You know, it's this, uh, it's this, uh, I guess it's like kind of like a sticky kind of soapy type thing. You so know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they go, they're trying to breathe. It's, it's a contact thing. So Can you, you re- film that happening for me next time you see it? Absolutely, my <laughs> friend. Absolutely. You a masochist, man. All right, so Scott's got spider mites. I mean, dude's going to spice it up a little bit. I mean, first we've got the endo. Yeah, how fucking boring I got spider mites. <laughs> Jeez, tell me something I don't know, you know? I'm, uh, well, I mean, I guess this is techie. I'm replacing a probe on my Myron L meter. Checking my trikes, though. I use the word trikes. I shorten trichomes so I can be kind of gangster with trikes. And, uh, yeah, looking at my trikes, I got a white widow playing a little bit of tricks on me, so I had to scope her up, make sure to see, eh, I'm almost about time to cut her off from feeding, go to the flush, but it's a little bit of a tricky few days, so we'll go into that. All right, well, give us a tease, man. How much you pay for that probe, man? I got I to gotta see what a replacement probe costs. 
we'll we'll have to throw that into uh, we'll do a little equipment review coming up. I'll have to go grabbing off the shelf here, taking that from you, and uh, yeah, see how much they are. Actually, I don't know, but they're badass because I'm replacing the probe on it. And it's I'm going to get like two and a half, three years use out of one probe. Yeah, the reason I ask is because I bought a Blue Lab, a nice three hundred dollar Blue Lab uh, multimeter, a pH and parts per million. And sure enough, the probe went bad on it. I went to go buy a new probe, 150 dingers, Dude. man. Yowza. You know, it's half price of the, of the complete unit. So yeah, yeah. The meters are tricky. I found a $40 replacement at the end of it, though, man. The story's got a happy ending, my dude. All right, you're boring <laughs> me out with pH meters, Scott. All right, all right, cool. Bro, man. Hey, let's told... talk bloom boosters, man. <laughs> What's your bloom booster? <laughs> In the outdoor, because uh, I told you guys I'm going to be talking more about outdoor grow, you know, be hopping more on the YouTube channel there, kicking shit over. Uh, I had to top again. It was a big debate because there's a little bit of barely 2% pre-flowering going on. And you're topping with... So I oh. topped a little bit. I had to. It's like, dude, these plants are going to be freaking 10 feet tall in 20-gallon containers. You can't no bend bueno. them over? Yeah, not yet. Not yet. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how I handled it. You I know? can't wait, This dude. is the tease, Scotty. This is the tease. <laughs> So, yeah, definitely need bigger pots out there. And uh, another thing on the indoor I forgot to mention, I'm going to do, totally reinvent, coming up, planting seeds and getting things going for the indoor for when it cools off this late summer, hopefully. Going to get some seeds going for the octopot, and then I'm going to do can of cocoa like you're rocking, you know, straight can of cocoa container and then the octopot not like a verse thing i just want to see how well i know how to grow the genetics i grow and get sure. that octopot rocking because uh, man it's like i've been sitting back too long getting comfortable with my peat cocoa mix and my grow style and it's like when you got this indoor european hotel room garden as you call it absolutely i gotta man. start pushing my knowledge more and try other grow methods so uh, i don't know if i'll ever go back to hydro but i do want to try this octo it's kind of like a hydro it hybrid, is hydro but. hey you feed every day you use uh you know, clear nutrients that sit in a reservoir. I mean, sounds like hydro to me. Dude, we didn't even tell them we're coming from Mile High. Colorado Mile High, bitches. And Absolutely. if you like how we're sounding today, we got John sitting in from Studio 71. And, uh, yeah, we're bringing the professionalism is, is the hopes and the know-how here. And, man, the live show is, is getting this close. So <laughs> I know not everybody's just feeding in for that. We're always dropping great grow-your-own knowledge anyway. Uh, let's throw out our uh, yeah. Show tell you guys how to get some deals and support us. Way to grow. Any of you want to head over to any of their six stores? Sixty dollar thousand watt Hortolux bulb. Just say I want the dude grows bulb deal. And if you can beat that, I don't know. I mean, that's that's pretty tough. That's pretty much cost on a Hortolux. Or you know, if you just want the reliable Ford Escort, you know, do they make? They don't even make those anymore. That's a sick sign of my age, right? When's the last time an Escort was made? When was the last time one if was? If you want the driving. Ford Focus of bulbs that work well, uh, get a twenty-five dollar extra Sun thousand watt. Either way, they're gonna freaking either one will yield. I, I believe. think I'm down, man. I think I'm down with those extra suns, man. Twenty-five dollar bulb every three right. months you replace Scott it. Scott rocks those. I'll rock the Hortolux because I'm a little bit more dope than that. You classy, man. You classy. We'll compare. Uh, as well, if you're headed over there, guys, of course, you can use Dude Grows account at any store. Hook it up. If you don't have an account already and, you know, getting the love to give, just use Dude Grows. It's a great discount. What else we got? We got Recharge, official product of the show. Founder, Absolutely. Scotty Real. Form, hey. for, can I call you a formulator? I don't think I can call you a formulator. Hell, no, I am not the formulator, my friend. Nope. I would have to know the molecular weight of humic and fulvic <laughs> acid if I was a formulator, my friend. I can tell you it's rocking. It works great. 
You guys can pick it up online. It's your all-in-one microbial inoculant. Oh Bam! My God, you kill that or killed man. it this time. You can pick up that microbial inoculant at Way to Grow and support the folks that support us, man. They've been burning through it over there. Actually, yeah, guys, nothing feels no better, man. Great sign of people loving this product. Yep. We've had reorder after reorder. So if you're not around here in Colorado, just go to realgrowers.com. Go to the store. Use coupon code DUDE. Scotty will hook you up with 25% off. So, again, man, we're just trying to give you guys the deals for what we use in our gardens. What else we got kicking hey, out there? you know what else I started using recently? I've been playing with it is biochar. And biochar is one of those things you, you hear about every now and again. There's not a lot of concrete information biochar on it. Biochar is pretty hot action on Google right now. Yeah, people, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people talk about it. It's a trending topic, man. Yes. But uh, yeah, it, you can really screw up if you don't use it correctly. You actually have to inoculate the biochar first. It's like this it's like this carbon and it's super porous it's just got all these all this surface area and almost like there a bunch is of somebody caves. out there that calls it's another i think a biochar dealer or something they call it the coral reef there for soil life go. which i was like that just gives you a visual it's, it's good terminology there but yeah absolutely let's talk a little bit let's throw that into what's going on in your grow because i heard you just use some so yeah top definitely dressing, mixing in I'm not top dressed. I did, I've top dressed it before. It kind of looks a little funky, all black hanging out up top. So <laughs> this time I incorporated it into my mix right from the start. And yeah, I really do believe that it gives a great home for those microbes, man. Word, guys. Well, uh, we got the news coming up. What we're smoking? A couple equipment reviews. We're going to talk can light from can fans. An old school product that me and Scotty both like, SM90. There's a lot of different ways to use it. We talked about that in another show way back, but I wanted to bring it back, man. It's funny. I always used to gravitate to that. Anytime deep water culture or anything like that, I would definitely use the SM90. And it just seemed to keep – I used to say it was like Colgate for the roots, man, you know? Oh, yeah. We got uh, news. is a state-approved Colorado University. They're going to teach how to grow and sell marijuana, so it's kind of crazy. Hey, I've got some news with regards to Florida, man. Florida is already, they haven't even voted down there, and they're already publishing the guidelines. They've already made the rules, man. So if that tells you how confident they are. They better not set up shop too quick on the grower end, though. That's when you can see, like, shit ripped out of the ground. Let me tell you, one of the rules is if it has over 0.8 THC, so less than 1% of THC, it has to be destroyed. So just to what? let you, just to let you know where Florida's going, man. Charlotte's okay. Web, dude. Charlotte's Web. On the negative news, we had <laughs> uh, that's kind of weird too, man. That is we're very not, not going to get into all those politics, but yes, yeah, some of it. They had a couple guys here in Oklahoma pulled over with what looks like from this picture everything from like Gatorade bottles to. I mean, every edible they could find that was colorful and cool looking, they bought a shit ton of it. The cops said it was worth like two fifty k or something, and uh, we'll, we'll get into that story a little bit. Jeez. What you should not be driving with in certain areas. Yeah. So yeah, let's take a quick break, guys. Um, Dude grows show number thirty seven. If you want to listen out there on your phones, which you know, Scotty Reels educating me and saying nobody uses a laptop anymore, man. Like they're all just chilling. It's true, on their, man. They're devices. So if you're on a device, kick it over to iTunes or on Android. You can check Beyond Pod. We have an app coming in the works, but it's on the down though right now. It's it's top secret action. By the way, uh, great job keeping shit on the download, dude. <laughs> Word guys, Dude Grow Show. Oh, yeah, of course, dudegrowshow.com. That's just your simple, you know, no BS site. Go check out the show. They're all there. And Word, let's, let's take a break, Scotty, and tune up a little bit more. Cause, Come on. Uh, we got a lot of grow talk coming up as well. I'm going to get into it, man. Word. 
Hi there, boys and girls. Hi there, boys Would you like to come on a wonderful like trip with me? Where you could be most anything you'd like to be. Take this recharge as your beneficial micro-inoculant to have and to hold as you blossom into your true, beautiful self. I do. And do you recharge? Promise to take care of Mary Jane Seed as she advances into her harvest. Do you promise to stay with her weekly? To organically enrich her roots with a barrage of microactivity through her entire life cycle, resulting in a healthy plant with thick roots and luscious tops? Yeah, man. I now pronounce you plant and beneficial micro-inoculant. You may now plant the seed. Recharge your plants with Recharge, and you'll fall in love all over again. Recharge. Welcome back. Welcome back, dude, grow show. All right, so we got to get into it, man. Let's tune everybody up. What are we smoking, man? Yeah. Yo, Scotty's back on the Urkel, my friend. Urkel, man, that always yeah, just reminds me of the damn TV show back in the day, dude. Are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, man, that purple Urkel. You know, sometimes you forget how good you've got it, man, you know? Uh, dude, I had that, okay, that strain. Okay, what do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, that strain was so goddamn good. It was bright purple, got people so zonked that they were scared to smoke it during the day. I literally used to bring it to work, and people would be like, no, 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 you got anything else? Because it would just, I mean, it is a strong, See, strong that's why the great crush style. was money, dude, and talking about this purple herb is because it was totally manageable. It was like just that great, you know, it was an everyday, an everyday great herb. It worked good for day or night, and it was pretty, you know, everybody loved its color, and it's just, Ease of use, we'll say. Yeah, but this, I don't know, man. I love the purple Urkel, but I got bored with having beautiful, bright purple buds, man. That's bullshit. Yes, I can see. That's like getting bored of banging a supermodel, man, you know? (laughs) All right, well, uh, I'm going to take it away with uh, a little different. I mean, I'm usually always in the Reserva Pravada, hitting up the uh, DNA genetics. Uh, I've always mentioned a glass slipper I dig. Man, the Citrix has probably been the best review from them, but I'm taking it all away from that. 
do the hash. You guys have heard Dr. J on the show before, probably. He's he's just another grower friend, does some sit-ins, does some hanging out with the Dude Grow Show. But he makes that, we'll call it like the dabbable hash. Sure. It is water, water hash too, right? Yeah. So that would be the solventless extraction method. Ooh. So, I do like know, that, man. The, Fuck smoking butane, I'm, I'm getting on a little bit of a march, man. Like, it's not... We're taking it overboard, guys. All you need is some ice and a wooden spoon, a little bit of love, and the dude grows promises, man. I'm going to get these videos out with Dr. J because the shit is so nice and gooey just to do a little bowl top or have on your own, you know, just out of a one or what? People are like, out of a one man, what about your freaking device, dude? Yeah, man, <laughs> what about your electric nail, man? Electric titanium nail. Hold on, let me nail. fire up my hot plate. <laughs> uh, but you can use it for that shit, too, though. That's, I mean, I've, it's so nice and workable it's like you could almost use it in a pen so i i really the one thing i miss the most about a really good hash when i love to smoke a lot of flour is that you can't get that flavor from anything else you don't get that flavor for me from butane shatter any of the co2 extraction whatever just some real nice let's not say things we can't take back hey man i'm throwing this is my personal opinion just about the, the the highest quality you know solventless extraction that's my vote guys so I'm going to be pushing that a little, dude. Dude's going to push what he likes. and uh, Damn straight. And when it comes to making really a high-quality uh, ice hash, the deal is, man, just don't work it that well, much. That's the other man. thing. It's freaking ice, Scotty. I mean, you can't really blow your – you definitely can't blow yourself up. And it's harmless. It comes from your freezer or wherever you may prefer if it's wintertime outside. But, yeah, it's just easy. It's great. So I'll come up with some more methods and some good, uh, you know, videos. And next time we have a grower sit in with one of y'all out there, we'll make sure you try a little bit of the dabble hash from Dr. J. So that's what I'm smoking, and I love – it's a mix. So I don't even know actually what uh, strain this one. He just took me up with a little sample, so I didn't even ask. It's the subline. I topped it on my sour relief, so it's just a good mix, man. I'm just indica sativa out a little bit right now. Nice. You reminded me of hanging out with Dr. J at the uh, Cannabis Cup. That was ridiculous, dude. I remember we were making that caviar. We were taking the the dabs, and then we were – Oh, my God. Rolling them in that water hashed. It was crazy looking, man. I don't know why people want to get so high. I mean, that I'm freaking paranoid about shit. I'm not it down. Ain't but that. The, I mean, yeah. Different I mean, tolerance for everybody, though, you know? I do find that wax makes me paranoid, man. I guess. I think so a little bit, too, man. Kind of, uh, I don't know. We should do a test. A paranoia test. Right. <laughs> wax right. versus flower paranoia test. <laughs> All right, so let's do, uh, you know, this is a newer segment here. If you guys don't know, of course, this is episode 37, so I say newer because we are starting to do some equipment and product reviews because I like to talk about the shit we use and the shit we like. So let's roll into um, Can, man. Can fans, I want to do equipment review on some of Can fan shit, the brand Can fan. They do filters, fans. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I shouldn't say that's it because their shit is awesome. Yeah, I fucking love those guys. Those guys, like, uh, legitimately changed my growing. Because once the carbon filter showed up on the scene, it was on, you know? Totally. And, I mean, I that's one, you know, no bullshit brand since day one, you know, 11, 12 years ago. Always rocking can filters, the old can 100, the can 50. The can 33 in my small days. Oh, come on. Let's do the 150, baby. Remember that big? It was a 150-pound can filter with the, with the 12-inch combo? Yeah, definitely. The 150 where you feel like you're carrying your drunken friend passed out downstairs <laughs> to your garden. You're you really die. did have to use like the uh, 
the dead man carry. That's where that you have one. to have your good friend. You're like, dude, I need your help moving something today. He's like, what, man? Fuck. You're like, dude, 150-pound can filter, brother. Right. you got to help me get that shit down the stairs. Buddy uh, helps you move. The dude doesn't even use a filter, though, in his garden now because it's, uh, you know, well, the outdoor, what the fuck? I'm not going to scrub my outdoor garden. But the indoor, like I always say, that closed environment agriculture, I don't need no fucking filter. It works. I mean, there's no air exchange. And in a sealed room, built money, if you will, bling, fucking works great. And I love it. I do use the fans in there. So let's let's talk about the fans a little. You know, their original line been around forever i call them like what do you call them like a, like a bell housing style like a big circular inline fan yeah i think is it a centrifugal fan is that what they are yeah inline centrifugal fan. this is where we disclose we are not fan experts but we are growers and we'll well, tell you what, you what though, we... man i've been using these bitches for probably 15 years I, i've been through every i'm looking at there i'm seeing five different eight inch can fans okay and dude i know of a four inch inline that's probably from like 19 19- 98 or something i don't even know yeah it's almost it, new. it's been scrubbing the bathroom at this one gross store through some carbon for that long just and it's always on and I'm, maybe they smoke in there sometimes i don't know but regardless yeah i mean a fan should last a long time i guess what's going to go in a fan would probably be either the motor or the bearings after a while and what usually does screw all that up is having a whole bunch of of dirt and dust on on the actual blades these things are like turbine blades and it's really easy even to get uh, you know a couple of leaves get sucked in there or whatever and they get caught up in there that'll knock it out of balance and that'll really shorten the life of your fan if you take a look on there it does have these little weights on there counterweights because they are pretty carefully balanced it's always nice to be filtering anything you're doing anyway so i mean like for example i air cool my three six hundreds for my crawl space but i have a dust room on that crawl space just so i mean there's barely any air movement in a crawl space there's not much to pull through there but sure. still you want to filter out any dust and bullshit and add life to your fan so yeah um, that's agreed. another product review that shit's awesome yo yo dust room but uh let's break them down scotty like there's two different types mainly you got the old school type like i said they have can four sixes Whoa. eight inches eight hos in um, the original inlines before they made the Max fan. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Can, I didn't realize it, and they kind of do a little bit of a, a hiding job there, but CanFan and Max fan are the same company. So CanFan is the Chevy, and then the Max fan is, you know, the Cadillac, I would say. going to bring in. I don't want either fucking one of those, it's dude. A Chevy, so man. Whatever, man. Hey, man. Screw <laughs> you, man. Detroit proud, man. Detroit strong. Well, let's talk about – I'm summing up like the old school fans. Guys, those are the tanks, man. The original can fans, they're still a little bit cheaper but not by much when you compare – it. they're considerably cheaper than the a, 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 eight, no? An eight high output can fan is right around – I'm seeing like 240 I, I see like five, six dollar differences. Um, All right. Where between a regular 8HO and then an HO Max fan. So, like, I'm always going to go for the fucking Max fan. Yeah, but hang on. Let's take a look, man. Let's bring ourselves into the fan aisle here for a second. When you go down the fan aisle, there's usually can fan and then there's those green, I think they're called active air or something like that. It's a new kind of knockoff. I think it's a Hydrofarm product. But no, they're not new knockoff. Let's... Before we can't we can't do I'll say there's uses for everything. Now when I was back behind the counter in the day doing retail, I'd say, Hey, if you're if you don't have any you can't afford a premium fan, at least use the Hydrofarm active air fans for just air movement, passive air movement between rooms on a timer, something with no load. But when you're getting into important equipment, cooling lights, running 
air through carbon filters, that's where you got to spend your money on your fan. Yeah, I'm sorry, man, but for 20 bucks, 30 bucks cheaper, they they have a much cheaper in every sense of the word product you know yeah and their cfm ratings aren't aren't correct they're, and not, they're not true properly you know it's just, but you know can fans the only guy out there trying to bring bring real commercial equipment to you know to this game and so i'm looking at the can fans those are the inexpensive ones the max fans are the ones where i stepped up to i just went to the way to grow garage sale a couple months ago i was rocking it <laughs> you got that have max eight i was kind of pissed it's like i want that bitch hell yeah man i went in there and there was a. Uh, I'm using using a can fan, just a regular. It's probably what about 800 cfm for an eight inch, and I rocked it up to a uh, 900 cfm max eight. But now under load, I'm pulling through probably five or six lights. So under load, I'm stressing that biatch out, man. I can tell you that I went from 83 degrees in my room to an 80 to 81 degrees. So I awesome. lowered two degrees in my room by changing from hand fan eight to a max eight. So yeah, those air, those airs, those fans push the maxes, guys. I always say if you can want to visualize it, they push air tight. Like if you could see uh, the air, the color of the air coming out of the max fan, it would say like a tight tornado. Where the other fans that aren't inline maxes from CanFan, the air spreads out quicker, like mushrooms out. So, sure. like, that'd be better for, you know, on a carbon filter or something. But my overall favorite has always been that Max 8. It's small as shit. It's like a big coffee can. It's perfect 8-inch diameter. And I put that bitch on a, uh, I feel like a geek talking about fans like this, but I am a grower. So. Hell no, man. Dude, it's important. <laughs> if we can save somebody, if somebody can step up, go buy a $250, uh, you know, Max fan and you know, sell their can fan or just ditch it or whatever or use it for something else. Man, and they can save two degrees in their room. That Dude, is that's, huge, I had man. that Max 8 on a can 100 put in a basement, pushing up out the roof of that house, which is probably about a 25-foot run, and it was right. still strong as shit yeah. up there. So the bang for your buck uh, pick in the group for me is if you need an 8-inch, just get the straight Max 8, no speed control, nothing. The thing just rocks all day long yeah and then when you get into those maxes there's the plain max 8 which is you know you're getting into the real high quality product there tight pattern then you got the uh, ho which is a little bit higher in cfm i want to say it's about 50 50 cfm higher and it's a lot bigger of a unit so i guess they changed the the way the blades are laid out and they're able to get a little bit more cfm out of it they put a three-speed switch on there so, you know, I guess if you don't need all that CFM, I don't know why you'd buy the, uh, the HO, but they, they let you dial it down. The three-speed's nice, man. My Max 6 has a three-speed, and it comes in handy in the wintertime. Uh-huh. Uh, definitely, when we get those cold spells, I can run that fan on one easily, ah. and it really chills out and doesn't cool my garden off as much. Dude's um, always making sense of shit. Until you get stoned up and forget you left it on one, and then it gets warm outside, and you're like, why is my fucking garden so hot? <laughs> oh, Yeah. And then me and Scotty were trying to figure out here, there's one other one that I'm not as familiar with called the Pro Series. Right. And, and I'm looking at it. I see right on there. It's it was it was not, I mean, it's less CFM than the non-Pro Series, and it's, I think, a little less expensive. But the deal with the Pro Series is that I could see. It's UL it, listed. Yeah, UL and CSA listed for you, uh, pro, you know, commercial growers out there, dispensary growers medical growers, whatever, sure. as well as yellow blades. Ooh, like so they're, reinf- they're reinforced. So I don't know to what different degree, but basically if you get debris, like Scotty was saying earlier, sucked in through your duct somehow or fan, 
much less likely to damage these blades. They're, I forgot, they have some rating too. Everything has some rating that can fan paid a shit ton for. So it's legit shit, guys. And another reason we're bringing it up is uh, one, disclaimer, we fucking talk about what we use in our grows, and this shit has been used forever. Two, if you're in Colorado, this shit is 30% off. Uh, I think through the rest of July. Sure, over a way to grow. That's yeah, money at any of the locations. Hook it up if you need some shit. All their filters, all their fans, thirty percent off to anybody. And I do appreciate CanFan because they they bring somebody out here that knows their shit. We were talking to uh, uh, who was it, Dennis, the rep. Yeah, he came out to Way to Grow to hang out for a rep day. Yeah, and I mean, he really is a passionate guy about what he does. And I mean, he's literally like out there being the only guy that's actually giving true ratings and true CFM. And like I said, he's trying to bring something real and commercial to to this industry where you find a lot of cheap Chinese crap, you know? So it's nice to have that as an option. Yeah, I agree, man. So uh, that's our equipment review there. Yeah, man. And uh, let's do a little news. Mix it up. Yeah, let's do it, man. We got some whack news to talk about. <laughs> so first off, you know, this story here in Colorado, again, we're in, we're in this bubble sometimes where I feel, you know, just privileged. And you're like, it's not that big of a... I'm not that surprised to read that a state-approved Colorado university teaches how to grow and sell marijuana. But then again, you know, I was hanging out partying in the industry at this other industry gathering we'll say sure and there were some reps from that live up north in uh canada and like they're like dude it's tough sometimes you know you, they didn't even want to like hold on to plant specific business cards and stuff oh yeah man i like, heard canada is like the opposite of of remember we went to bc and it was all wide open we smoked with mark emery and shit i heard it's just completely shut down man yeah we, <laughs> Where you get to go up those dark stairs that lead to the room to a desk with a dog chained to it, and they ask you how much money you got to buy some herb. Hey, you know Meet what? the guy at the jukebox, guys. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was that was that was a good uh, good experience. I mean, I read these headlines all the time, but it's kind of trippy, you know. People that aren't here, you can it's state approved, man. If you guys want to go take some classes held, and this is actually no pun intended, it's awesome at the Aurora Higher Education Center. Which was which was named that guys before these classes were held there. Yeah, that's four twenty play a drive, right? The, the Aurora Higher Education Center also houses uh, the University of Colorado Denver and a community college of Denver, as well as Metro State University. So it's legit shit. Um, hey, I mean, awesome. it's needed, man. I mean, th- th- there's millions of dollars. I got another call this morning. Uh, three or four, you know, guys with three to four million dollars to invest are looking for warehouse space. I mean. It's coming, man. You know, I, I feel bad for some of these people because they're going to lose their 3 or $4 million, get their asses handed. Yeah, yeah, you definitely, we're going to get to that point, man. You want your grower to have some papers, man, not just, yeah, I've been running 10 lighters for a little bit in some basements, like some real deal shit. Right, and I mean, even so, I was talking to, to the owner of Way to Grow a couple of days ago, and he was telling me, if you don't make the right lighting decision right from the start, you can't compete. You just straight up can't compete, man. It comes down to cost per gram. You know, and if you, use the if, sun, yeah, if you've use got use the sun, good, dude, they don't want you to. The lawmakers want you to use that goddamn yeah. power, Bullshit, man. Bullshit, man. Can do a little Bullshit. more fracking to get it for you, man. Well, you know, so a quick breakdown, guys. If you uh, there's upcoming certification classes on campus. There's a four hour cannabis cultivation course 
Adam Dunn from TH Seeds is going to be teaching this master grower and breeder. Um, dude might try and hook up on that class, give some reviews. Always got to learn, guys. I'm, I, you know, I'm a professional grower, but I learn shit every day. That's why I like to go hang out at the hydro store or go sit in on a class like this just to keep learning. So that is on uh, September 9th. It's like 106 bucks. What the fuck? It, I'm gonna do that. Let's do that, Scotty. Real. Let's go take the master grower class. Yeah. Get some reviews. Offer some recharge. What else they got going on? They have uh, other things, professors and lawyers, and they're going to be on the business side of it. Um, so if you guys are out here in Colorado, you want to get into the industry, I think I think I'd give this a thumbs up, man. A, a recommendation. There has been some things out here that are a little bit of BS, in my opinion, some different job fairs and shit. But I would say go get school. Definitely won't hurt if you want to grow uh, marijuana. It'll be in the show notes, or just go check out uh, the university there over at uh what is it aurora higher education center <laughs> yeah i would say it's something like that sounds pretty legit you know yeah dude i'm interested i i'd like to i'd like to check it out man dude grow show wants to go all over the place dude I'm calling you dude stop, you gotta stop me when i do that <laughs> all right mr real sir some quick notes we always i always like to put this we put some in the show last week marijuana's effect on denver tourism yes so course uh most of it's good they had a, a cool statistic in here on hotel searches for the weekend of april 18th to 20th which of course that's the weekend of 420 sure the hotel searches were up 73 percent compared to the time, same time frame last year it's People like, like dude, to smoke 73 percent i mean i don't we don't have the conversion rate for purchases but that's huge that means people are just looking into coming out here you know hardcore I mean, why not? It's fun as hell. I mean, why not take a little weed vacation? We used to go to Jamaica for weed vacations. Shit, we used to go to Amsterdam for weed vacations, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, I, you know, we're going to get better than Amsterdam here. We're, we're definitely working towards – there was a pullout. I don't have the stats on it, but everybody – not everybody. You know, I'm, I'm generalizing for the cause, but – more people than not are all forgetting places for people to smoke. So we're going to see that. You entrepreneurs out there, get cracking, man. Take your monies and let's have some cool places to hang. Yeah, absolutely, man. Let's get That's that. Common. Let's get that hood lab. I, we got to figure out what's up with that hood lab. I, I know they're moving, man. Moving, I checked but out I don't know moving. the details. I don't either. I know that that they got weed that comes out of a tap. Man. <laughs> yes, we say that every time, and I do want to do that. <laughs> I'm kind of fixated on that. We will uh, we'll, we'll give some updates on that for sure. Good that scene over there. Beer that comes out of my tap. <laughs> but regardless, guys, the shit is in. Uh, a couple reminders, you know, airport travel at our airport. We have an amnesty box, and if you forget to throw your extra herb out, you can leave it in your rental car, or um, you can uh, just if you get caught by TSA, they're simply going to ask you to throw it out. Like we're pretty chill at the airport here. Just don't try to take it anywhere for real, and uh, you might get in some shit when you land. Hey, did you hear about the fake TSA agent? No, that's awesome. Are they taking people's weed? <laughs> it was a, no, there was a dude that just got <laughs> drunk at the airport a couple nights ago over in San Francisco and just decided to put on the, found the blue rubber gloves and put them on and started asking hot chicks to come in the private room with them. Man. Oh, my God. Yeah, it took him two chicks till he got caught, man. What? Yeah, man. Okay. Hey, man. wonder if the same thing would have happened if he was smoking weed. Anybody that's going to let TSA agent, yeah, regardless. All right. So, uh, yeah, guys. that story. Just uh, getting around Colorado. You come out. You can drive around with weed after you buy it. Don't smoke it while you're driving. That can get you in trouble. And just as long as it's in a closed container. As uh, Jay Tictician, 
I think I got that, would Hell say, yeah, better than me, DUI huh? 5280, uh, we had a great episode with him, would say, definitely don't have your car smelling like weed, keep it in the trunk if you can. If it smells like weed, you got high at the park and get pulled over and your car smells like weed, not cool, man. They can totally give you roadside bullshit, so be careful with all that. Absolutely. And especially you're going to get high, even if you're a big stoner, you're going to be smoking some strange out here, some mile-high D-Town weed, so... Be careful. Be careful. Yeah, she can fuck you up, man. All right. Last news story. No, not last. Actually, Scotty, you got a news story. Yeah, what do you got from man. Florida, man? You know, I still do some commercial growing down there, and one, one of the uh, contacts that I have down there called me up and said he is meets the qualifications for being uh, a commercial producer. And he sent me the rules. And I guess it's funny because they haven't even voted on this yet down there. But they've already made rules for production, which seems so. They're like, we're we're pretty sure this is going to work out. So let's just start the infrastructure now. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's stuff like you got ten days to come up with. uh, I'm sorry, thirty days to come up with one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a state license, and to post a five million dollar performance bond. Grow your own. You have to open up your own dispensary. I mean, you you have to prove. You have have to be a farmer with like. Oh, yeah, I'll get to that, man. But, I mean, you have to prove that you're ready to roll on a dispensary, a uh, commercial cultivation location. I mean, parking, everything you have to show. Um, okay. Within, what about, yeah. With it, you, I'm getting to the craziness. You know, I've heard some worse. crazy shit, so but, i got to hear it. But uh, you have to be a nursery that's been in business for over 30 years, and you have to produce over 400,000 plants annually. Now, are those, that, that's not weed plants. That's no, your current that's nursery just plants. Current, they're, they're looking for nursery people, I guess. You know and I mean? I, I, on one hand, I guess it makes sense, you know, if you're finding food producers. No, man. we're gonna there's, It's so different than trying to grow, you know, bell peppers. And they're making it different. Everything has to be indoors. So what? It has, yes. It has are you kidding be, me? Nope. Hang on. I'll get to it, man. But everything The has, sunshine state, look, right, Scotty? Is that what that yeah, state's why called? Yeah, just get stupid right off the bat, man? The only strain that you're allowed to grow, of course, is Charlotte's Web. Are you okay. kidding me? They're having that in Florida? Fuck, it's retarded, man. Charlotte's Web products will be tested to verify the THC CBD content and for presence of chemical additives. Samples with more than 0.8% THC or less than 10% CBDs must be reported immediately to law enforcement officials. The entire what? batch the entire batch will then be destroyed. 0.8 Point eight. You can't have one percent THC, man. Obviously, um, somebody man. is fucked in that head up in Tallahassee, man. That's what. Obviously, dude, the value either that or they protect their goddamn black market over there. Yeah, or something. You know, but somebody, you know, went out. Some lobbyist went to Florida, which is exactly how it goes over there. You know, found some some nice white guys, man, sixty year old, seventy year old white guys. And uh, told him Yeah, about but what's this. the politics with Charlotte's Web, man? Isn't that something to do with those uh, brothers here in Colorado? Like, they probably got – I thought they developed the strain. So does this mean that they got this locked in through some sideways deal, dude? I'm sure that the lobbyists got in with the Charlotte's Web dealio. And, uh, yeah, man, Charlotte's Web, It's med- that's the medicine one, you know? So God forbid anybody should have a no, little I mean, THC with their CBDs, yeah. you know? Could, Charlotte's Web definitely has helped people and can help more people, guys, but it's like – <laughs> really limiting what the hell's going on when, yeah, even at 
5% THC with high CBD, man, it's going to be a benefit to the patient probably. It's when people, patients get too much THC and you get to that paranoia. And I don't even careful on about saying patients, people in general too, but it definitely sounds like they're not wanting to take the black market out of it. Or, I mean, no, that wouldn't be any type of Charlotte's Web. But they still want you to open up a dispensary. So now we're going to have dispensaries. We got to. I got to go through the expense of opening up a store so that people can come buy my point eight you know, THC weed. Shit, no, man. Ain't nobody going to be showing up at that dispensary, man. You know that's so. Yeah, there are so maybe a couple the, people. maybe the influence down there is the black market influence. They want to make sure that shit's kept alive because that's a huge fucking market. Yeah, Florida, dirty, dirty, dirty. You know what I mean? So Miami, Fort Lauderdale, West yeah. Palm Beach, baby. Uh, the only thing Everywhere. I can think of is they say, "Hey, look, man. You know, we heard you, voters, loud and clear. We will protect your black market." Hey, Scott, can I get some crypto, man? Yeah, man. It's point <laughs> is that what that was called back in the day? Crypto. With the crypto, man. Crypto weed. Yeah. I lived in Florida for a little bit, and I was like, what the hell is crypto, guys? Like, that's, I'm like, you mean kind, bud? <laughs> hell no, man. Crypto. Or the Got chemicals. They or grow the, with chemicals, man. Uh, that's depressing. I mean, Yeah, it is depressing. All indoors, by the way. I mean, you're, it has to be a secure indoor location. They're just making it retarded you know so i mean i hey, guess that's what this they makes want. sense let me sum it up hey nursery growers in florida that grow four hundred thousand plants a year outside yep we want you to become an indoor gardener yeah. to grow our weed which you've never done and it's going to be a certain type no biodiversity it's awesome idea right yeah and i'm sure uh thumbs you know, down I'm, I'm sure nothing can happen in, you know it's probably exactly the same growing indoors as it is out right yeah. shit no man it's like Totally different. I've been growing indoors for over 10 years, and I have been growing outdoors for this is my third year, and I am just, you know, every year outdoors is like newer to me, way newer to me. Yeah, like learning everything about timing, topping, and just how the plants, they fucking turbo so hard. It's way different, and it's like I said always, the main difference with outdoors, guys, you can't turn your timer to 12-12. You got to try and time all that shit with your feeding, and, and it's a fun thing to do. But regardless, let's cover one more news story here. Florida's retarded for now until we get some good news. That's crazy, dude. Um, I had no idea about the one strain and the limit on I THC. I know. It's, so, it's almost laughable. It is. Huh. I am laughing. Huh. All right. So we have uh, California and Colorado pot products seized in Oklahoma put two men in prison for life and i can't describe this table guys they got a table out which looks like with olive oils infused beverages gatorades it looks like a dispensary in their trunk i mean it it does and it looks like what we usually see here in a retail it looks like what happens when i bring one of my wealthy friends out to a dispensary oh hey it starts off two florida men could be facing a life sentence in oklahoma Oh, that's weird. They're from Florida. Yeah, I mean, they're probably not trying to take that back there to make any money because of their bullshit laws. Like, we're getting, we're getting crazy here, Scotty. It's getting deep. <laughs> um, but basically, uh, you know, they pulled them over for they were following too closely, which is their number one reason that said sure. in this article. You were following too closely. Yeah, I mean, the, the all these guys do all day long, all these cops do is just watch uh, – uh, pull over drug cars and profile drug cars you know so yeah it's pretty easy you know you follow you follow the other car for you know, 10 15 miles man they yeah and they xena xena the drug dog was called because the men were acting nervous and she alerted them of the 50 pounds of products which 
when you're dealing with edibles, there's a lot of byproduct. You know, don't oh, get me yeah. wrong. But they did say they found their e-cigarette cartridges containing cannabis oil. Go figure. Oh, no. Dude, dude has a hunch about uh, cannabis oils, but I'm not going to talk about it as far as their small packaging and movability. But regardless, they're fucking – they're facing some – some heavy shit. Yeah, anywhere from uh, up to life in prison. Yeah. 25, uh, 20,000 fines, all kinds of crazy shit, man. Well, they supposedly they had a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of product. I agree. I mean, but it's weed, dude. So it's like, I mean, granted, it, they got pulled over in Oklahoma. That's, not, that's more than weed. That's tax evasion. You know, that's a lot of things, man. That's running a criminal enterprise is what that is. I hear you. But, I mean, the cops love it. They probably, you know, hopefully they're driving a nice car for them to seize and all that. But the only reason they're doing this is because the laws that are in place to make it profitable. We all know how that works. So regardless, I wanted to tie into this, Scotty, as, uh, as I say it. A lot of shows, actually, because there's this news is out there. Is just don't think about it, guys. Man, you got Colorado plates, and you're going through any state bordering in this state. You're probably going to be pulled over for following too closely. Yeah, or for having Colorado plates, man. <laughs> but if you're a male, like mid twenties to mid thirties, with dreads, driving a rusted Subie with Colorado plates with oh, some bags in the back, you're totally cool. All right, mm-hmm. just smoke a doobie and roll on. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, be careful, guys. You know, if you're going to hook up your friends, don't drive it to them in other states. And if you're going to travel with Herb, dude, I don't give a shit. This is an unofficial recommendation. Sometimes just out on long road trips, you're in the middle of nowhere, Kansas, for hours and hours of straight lines. If you have to medicate, whatever, pull over and recreate, we'll say that. Please pull over and recreate. Travel with just a small J. goes out the window real easy. You didn't lose your glass bowl or have a disposable anything, just get ready to throw everything out. Sure. If you get pulled over in Colorado and the, the trooper's cool, dump your weed anyway because they're telling the trooper in Kansas. Oh, hell yeah, they are, man. Set up. Anyway, before Dude Grows gets in trouble, let's get out of the news. Hey, the cops are here, dude. <laughs> There's some, some law I might have just broken. Let's do that other product review, Scotty, and we'll take a quick break after that. Damn straight, man. Uh, I don't know. We've talked about this definitely one other show, uh, but why don't you tell them to, uh, SM90? I want to I tell them how I use it, but I've been babbing, babbing. I've been babbing, babbling on the news. Yeah, what's your history? You're the first one that introduced this product to me from Neutralife, I believe. Yeah, and it has a shit ton of uses. Yeah, it's a little bit tricky. You know what I mean? I can't really tell exactly. There is some kind of strange chemical in it that I, I really don't know what it is. But when I was having bug problems, I started using. Just I think it was two mils per gallon in the reservoir with deep water culture when I was having bug and, and, and you know root funk problems we'll call it and it totally cleaned my act up man as to where I just didn't have any problems the guy who described it to, to me described it as like Colgate for the roots you know <laughs> yeah that's that's how he described it to me and he basically said just use it consistently and it just keeps root the problems shit away good, man man it smells like a little it's like a citrus cleaner smell it does yeah and you can use it as a foliar too a lot of people use it as a, as a foliar like as as a wetting agent so yeah that's what i wanted to talk about real quick because i don't have any now actually i got to pick some up here today but i used it as a foliar with a good if you have a mite problem two ways to use it with spider mites if you have a mite problem you can use like up to almost three ounces per quart. I cut it down to two ounces per quart, you know, 60 mils per quart, and then put in your Azamax or Neem as directed. Right. And it really fucked them up. Like, because at that high ratio of 60 mils per quart, this grower said that that, that that should kill eggs as well. 
And doing that on the, you know, three applications at three-day intervals definitely knocked the shit out of the mites. And then in a general use, I like to use it with Nemorazimax because it seems just to mix it all together better and it smells awesome. Um, just at like, you know, maybe a tablespoon per quart with sure. your neem or Azimax. And it's a great foyer spray. Do- spray. The plants love it. So you got to get my, uh, my tongue tied here tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, I've noticed it does no damage. I've been talking to some people in L.A. that are really trying to beat these root aphids. And I start talking to them <laughs> about where, what, you know, what are they seeing? Are you seeing root aphids? No, no, I'm not seeing any root aphids anymore. But I'm still nuking them, man, every three days, you know. Just Killing be, your plants, man. Yeah, and I'm like, well, you know, sometimes the pesticides and the treatment does more harm than, you know, I don't say than the bugs, but you just end up going overkill on that shit, and it really ends up hurting them. Azimax is a good one that you can use all the time, and it's SM90. What about SM90 as a root drench in a living soil? Do you know if that's detrimental at all? It's coriander oil, like, with some type of, like... It's got something shady in there, though. We should there's, figure that out. There's sure. one of those five-syllable chemicals in there. You know? Sure, Neutralife will enlighten us. I'll try yeah, to figure know, that out, because I like the root drench, the Azimax, but I have never really... I, to have called over to them and asked them, and they said to me, <laughs> kind of a weird answer, they said, it absolutely is safe to use around biologicals and will not affect the bi- uh, populations of biologicals. But uh, I said, oh, cool, man. You know, how's that work? And he goes, you just have to trust me. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give me any kind of yeah, peer-reviewed peer research or anything. But uh, If you were, yeah, the EPA label dude and you said the wrong thing, yeah. you'd be jacked. Yeah, true. But we'll get a little more info on that. Um, you know what I trust about SM90? Walked in a way to grow uh, in the, the central Denver store where they've got, uh, you know, it's pretty much set up, I think, for the commercial cultivator in there. You know, you could order 100 lights in there and ain't nobody going to bat an eyelash. They might have them in stock as well, <laughs> even at 100. Right. But uh, I noticed that they carry the SM90 in the six-gallon tubs which tells me that it's, it's an important product for commercial producers because they wouldn't have it in a six-gallon. Put it this, they ain't got bud candy in the six-gallon tub. I'm going to come out with a bloom booster, dude, and I'm only going to sell it in a 25-gallon container to it. show you how important it is. And it's going to be worth $10,000. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so well, let's, uh, let's take a quick break, Scott, and then we got Grow Talk guys coming up and what's going on in our grows. If you like this, if you like it, uh, dudegrowshow.com. Support us over at realgrowers.com. Scotty's got the recharge over there. Use coupon code DUDES. We'll send it anywhere, anywhere. And that was dude, not plural. And, uh, man, am I missing anything before we... Uh, you know what? If you guys like the way the show sounds this week as, as opposed to last week and you're walking in the way to grow, tell them, man. Tell them big ups, man, for the support because we're pretty psyched about it. Hell Yeah. I think it sounds great so far. I'm pretty damn stoked, Scotty. I haven't listened back yet. Uh Uh-oh. Are you recording this right now? We'll be right back. I will let you know. Would you rather smoke weed um, from a joint? Would you rather do it from a bowl? Or would you like to do it from a big old bong? Well, that's a tough question because uh, all of them have their own intricacies that make things uh, perfect, perfectly normal about each preparation. Yeah. Uh, but which, which would you prefer? Well, when you, when you think about it in an absolutist way, you see, when you think 
upside down, meaning backwards and forwards. Right, right, yeah. That one would think that smoking through a pipe is a good thing. But then what? Well, it is a good thing. Smoking through a pipe. And then, and some people would think that smoking through a bowl was a good thing. Right. And it is a good thing. Right. And smoking with a joint is a good thing. Yeah. They're all good things. You understand? I understand all good things, but I mean, which would you prefer? Which, if you were on Desert Island, last thing you do on Earth was a little weed. Yeah. Which one, how would you go for? Well, would you bomb? Oh. Would you pipe? Pipe. Would you, uh, uh, yeah, do a joint? Which one? Would you just eat the shit? That's a tough question, man. I think, uh, last days on the planet, looking around, feeling. Right. Yeah. So it's got to be a decision that's made with all that stuff in mind. Right, I understand. I can see, yeah, I can see taking days to answer this question. Yeah, man, keep it long, keep it strong, get on it. If you do it, you won't miss it. So let's jump on it. Remember, dudegrows.com. <laughs> Hey guys, remember that there's plenty more great grow knowledge over at DudeGrows.com. So go check out all of our news, videos, and latest articles about growing great weed without all the bullshit. And remember, it's donations from listeners like you that keep the real deal marijuana grow knowledge coming at ya. So visit DudeGrows.com and be the DGC. What's up guys, we're back. We got some grow talk, hot grow talk action. Do you like it, Scott? I think I like it, man. <laughs> I like it. All right, we got a couple. We'll see how we'll see what we can get through here, guys. You know, the studio does have a timeline. We got a high high dollar Hollywood producer now, right? <laughs> <laughs> the dude's legit, though, man. Yes. I what think. is it? Let's give him a plug. John from Studio Seven One Seventy One Productions, and yeah, like he's, he's Molly Hatchet's coming yes. in next, man. Studio Seventy One Productions, John. Thanks, man. Uh, we're stoked. And also thanks to Scott. Scott's, I don't even want to, this is a different Scott's. Our original producer hanging in there as well. We got multiple producers here, guys. It's big time. It's real big time. And you know what, man? Shout out. They're all <laughs> listeners that kind of stepped up, man. You know, they just wanted to be involved. That's awesome. Yes, our first uh, our first producer is just a listener grower, so top awesome. notch. Hey, right. and you know what? I actually do need some help from the listeners, man. I'm looking for awesome YouTube content. Scotty Reel's got something going on at the 420 Grow Lab, and I'm just trying to find the best YouTube content, you know, 420, gardening, so equipment reviews, uh, nutrient shootouts. If you all know some good channels or some good content creators, just send them on over to me. Either email them to me, use the, use the link at the 420 Grow Lab. Just check out the Dude Grows on YouTube, The oh, Dude Grows. Dude, that's numero uno, amigo. <laughs> that's a hot channel, man. Yeah, I got to get, guys, if you are fans, I appreciate it. Um, or just like the knowledge, I hate fans, it's kind of cheesy. But uh, been, been a lot of focus on the podcast, and there will be a ton more coming for sure. Once outdoor ladies get into flowering, it's like I want to get the camera out. It's like looking at the ladies, you know, you want to film them. Anyway, it's yeah. creepy. So, Grow Talk, Scotty, let's get back on course here. Come on, man. What we got? All right. This was, uh, I believe this came into you over on uh, 420 Grow Lab. When's my Grow Talk rap going to be ready, what, man? Yeah. Grow Talk. Uh, we got, yeah, I mean, we got, we, you keep throwing me off. We do have some new music coming in, man. <laughs> but uh, the king is hanging in there. But, yes, we, we're going to be mixing it up soon if any of y'all are tired of the king, which do I Do you still think love the king him. marijuana really weighs 385 pounds and has no skills but verbal? Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, this guy, this grower, 
excuse me. He says, I'm going to buy some recharge for the first time in the next few weeks. Guys, this ain't bullshit. I'm reading it from you. I'm reading it to you. <laughs> how do you like that? From you to you. He wanted to know what other products can I use with recharge, like Orca or Micro Madness, Great White, etc. All those are other mycorrhizal man, products or mixes. Stay right here, dude. I'm going right back, man. All right. We're going to get some of the Micro Madness, maybe Great White or Orca up in the studio. And he also says, can you tell me the best way to use it besides getting it on the roots? So by getting it on the roots, I mean, you can get it on the roots either by watering in a liquid product or a soluble product or putting a dry product on it, transplant. So he wants to know if he should put some of these products in the cocoa itself or should he just water it in at transplant? So basically, uh, you know, What'd you find, Scotty? I brought with me the fabulous four pack right here. And this is an advanced nutrient product. It's a special grower's price of $99.60. For four packs of pints? So you got voodoo juice in here, which is a bacteria product. It's got a lot of the uh, uh, beneficial bacteria, correct? Let's see. You tell else. me yep. you got it. You ran, so you got to catch your I'm breath. Out of breath. <laughs> this is just a bacillus product right here, voodoo juice. Okay. Now, piranha is your uh, mycorrhizae with a little bit of trichoderma in there. Tarantula is a bacillus product, and bud candy is... It's more of a, probably the sugar. Yeah. I, I would call it the feeding product or right, something. You right, right. Why don't you just read the label clearly, and it'll tell you what's in yeah, it. Yeah, I bet it will. My point is that all four of those, that $100, recharge replaces that because... You end up with, you have sugar from the molasses. You've got uh, glomus, which is your mycorrhizae. Kelp for food. You've got kelp, which just doesn't even have, uh, this doesn't have humic or fulvix in it. And uh, this does have some trichoderma bacillus. So I guess my point is that he's asking what products he can use with recharge. Recharge replaces a lot of shit. You don't need to use Orca with recharge. It totally replaces it. It's like using, you know, the same exact shit all over again. Yeah, I agree. You know, yeah, same same with uh, Great White. You know, Great White's good stuff, but, you know, the recharge replaces it, The molasses is where it's at, it, man. Scotty. I mean, that's the main reason why I picked the product back in the day. Uh, there will be growers that will use a product like Great White or whatever, just any of the other products, and they – don't use molasses or any type of sugar in their garden. Maybe they use those beneficials with like a, a synthetic three-part or two-part. Sure. Just, you know, out of grower ignorance, they're learning. And that's not a good situation at all. That's like, you know, waiting for the keg at the party, brah. I mean, you got to have food for these beneficials to start to, you know, get established, take off in your soil, and, you know, get that relationship going on absolutely that's where those enzymes come in too man uh like the hygrozyme we love biocozyme from jacob over at grow more but those guys partially decompose uh the organic material and get it all ready for the bacteria to eat yes enzymes Mm, it's like the bird that pre-chews the food you know so for this grower um yeah long story short if you are using recharge in my humble opinion, that's the only product you need from rooted cutting to the end. So that's you know why what I use though, it. man. I did. I did talk to this guy, and I told him. I said, well, "I'll put. I'll use my A and B, my normal base nutrients. You know, all during the week, and then uh-huh. the once a week treat is. I do get that grow more kelp and fish. I get it. It's a week treat. Yeah, man. I get that. That uh, just maybe like a tablespoon in a two gallon watering can of 
uh, grow more kelp and fish, and I'll do a nice big heaping tablespoon of the recharge. Mix it up. It makes a super you know, strong mix. Hell yeah. And I'll top feed that. You know, I'd say maybe like a shot glass worth for a five-gallon bucket would work real good of each. And yeah, and you're I mean, in that's there, why man. I like using the honey. From Grow More, it's it's just straight honey, I think, isn't it? No, it, no, it's a it's a molasses, straight molasses. Well, it's called. I mean, the yes. product is yeah. called. Uh, you know honey. what? I think they do put a little kelp in there, though. Yeah, that's why it's got kelp mixed in. Mm-hmm. So I love the fact that I'm using two in one. And another thing, um, this is kind of just being pickiness. The top of Grow More's bottles are really small, and they're easy to pour out of, and they're easy to clean for using thick shit like fish and honey, right. and uh, as well as they have like a sweet like professional foil little factory seal and some people would be like dude what are you talking about you can get bottles out there when you open them and there's all this caking around the top the seals loose etc on liquids dude i, just I don't want to see that man i want to know my shit is like top-notch fresh i just went to go grab this this off the shelf uh, and uh, there was this ballooned up bottle it looks like it just wasn't ready for the altitude or something a lot of times when things come up to the altitude is literally like sitting on like a a a dome you know i mean like a box cutter real quick but it's yeah it's like puffed out you know (laughs) there's some biological activity going on in there it ain't so good yeah you want consistency and quality packaging knowing your shit's got shelf life um to an extent you know and especially with organics that's for sure sure all right let's go on to the next question here scotty come on what Um, you got I got a bit, man. We got a listener here out in the islands. He's somewhere out in the islands. Yeah, man. In the Pacific, he says, but not Hawaii specifically. He's like, because everybody probably thinks that. Right. You know, moved out there, kind of in a restrictive situation. In the Isle of Tonga. He said his wife has always had difficulty sleeping, so he's like, mm-hmm, I'm a smoker. Maybe you should try some indica. And uh, totally helped her out, you know. Sure. Totally helped out anxiety, tremors, twitches, all this shit, teeth grinding that wasn't helping her sleep. So now he's out there on an island that I'm assuming is probably pretty small. You know, Hawaiian islands are most known, but power's out the yin yang, dude. Like you sure. cannot, you're not running a 400. You're not running a 600. You know, this guy's got his veg chamber in an old kegerator, which is mainly his veg area where he has just basically all his plants under one 25 watt, uh, 6500 Kelvin LED or 20 watt. 6,500 Kelvin, if you guys aren't familiar, that's your grow bulb you see in T5 lighting. Some metal halides are up there. They're a little lower, too, but it's a good vegetative light spectrum when you're looking at shit at Home Depot. <laughs> sure. So, and he's, you know, getting these plants started and you know, your beer party cups, and then basically, this is kind of cool. He puts a bag over them uh, once they pop, like a sandwich bag, kind of like a tight fit, and has a little hole cut in the top of it and he says once a day he breathes that into the hole and then inflates the bag until they start to really leaf out and then takes the bag off and that's their co2 supplementation in their minor stages hey this guy's huh. working in a kegerator dude on an <laughs> island and i got pictures in front of me that you can't see it's working sure the there idea you, you know and you can only get his potting mix from home depot right yeah it's rough so he's mixing up some vermiculite and some perlite with a potting soil which i've since emailed him and said which potting soil it's kind of important to know the brand see if you can get some details of what's in it is it bark and sand is it this and that sure so it's ma'aloa <laughs> after that you know after these these plants come out of and i wanted to touch on this scotty too because we don't always talk small grow we're out here and, you know there's a bit more grandiose growing going on in colorado but regardless once these plants, you know, get only like two sets of leaves in their solo cup, they go right to another different spectrum, um, LA 21 LED bloom light. Right. And it's working, but it's like, dude, I mean, I need supply. 
and this this is like the trick question, but I cannot up my wattage, my power use at all. It's like what the fuck, you know? You got a window, man? I don't know, well, man. A couple things. He puts he puts a couple outside in like looks like two or three gallon containers. But sure. His landlord's really close. He's got to be kind of stealth about it. Get fuck. ready to move them. When they go outside, I mean that's where it's at, dude. You got to go outside. Know what's in your potting mix. <clears throat> I know you're li- if you're listening. Uh, let me know what your potting mix is, and definitely, it sounded like you're going to order some recharge too. That just helps keep everything turbo in that short amount of time and that's confined root space. I'd add some enzymes if you could, maybe when you're growing in really small containers, you're getting root bound. Maybe you're getting buildup of organic materials, or you know, I think he's using a, a, a seaweed-based nutrient. Sure, that's nice. But I think you hit it though. Like, I don't know his home situation, but if you can't, I thought like. I love these things called sun tunnels, man. They bring sun in right off your roof, like in this little tunnel. Sure. And if you could put one of those in a closet, maybe. Hey, I drove next to that guy coming into the studio, the sun tunnel guy, and he had a <laughs> he had a truck that said, our basement's brighter than yours. Nice. And I was like, I don't fucking think so, buddy. You know? <laughs> or sky- I mean, it doesn't even obviously have to be a sun tunnel. That's if you have a gap between your ceiling and your roof. But a skylight, I mean, anything you can do for natural light and amplify that... Is going to help your situation. You got to dedicate whatever area of your house. Like somebody's like, "Why is your window boxed in from the inside?" You're like, "Oh, that's my window grow room." And of course, you're going to need to control bloom cycles somehow. If you're trying to do that, you're going to have to be around a lot, or you know, hook up a power shade concoction or something. Power garage door, man. But you got to take advantage of natural light, man. If you're only maxing at 20 watts, you're definitely not going to have enough supply to help out your lady there. Right. Um, and figure out how to rock that outdoor incognito, man. Get some other... Hey, or- up in a tree, brother. Yeah, do like Dr. J did, man. Just tie some fake flowers from uh, you know the hobby store to your real weed plants to confuse people. No, man. Here's what you do. You get a like a 10-gallon smart pot with a uh, handles on them, and you just hoist it up in a tree, put a rope around it, and put that bitch up in a tree and lower it down once every few days to maintain it. I've seen it done, man. Yeah. I like that. Just totally blended in. I used to, like I said, my one, one year my, my garden, uh, was mixed 50, 60% veggies with like three weed plants. And I swear people would walk right through there. They wouldn't even look twice. You know, they're like, oh, green material, leaf material. Like didn't even phase them. Sure. So, uh, yeah, figure out a way to get, it only takes two or three outdoor good buds to have that one plant and like a two gallon being worth it. They can get big, you know, they can rock. Yeah, it's true. You could probably grow them like around a squash or something like that. You know, something really leafy, and just have some buds coming out of the bottom of the squash. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, zucchini, that kind of thing. But yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, hook it up. Uh, we're glad you like the show, and I wish I had. Oh, you know, CO two supplementation. If you're blooming uh, indoors at all, it has to do with light, man. If you don't have well, the light, then you can't use the CO two, man. It 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 doesn't harm maybe look at some of the the uh, co2 like an exhale bag or in the real small space you're on an island you're probably humid green pads it only helps plants turbo in any environment you uh, think with very low light it helps i mean i think the light is responsible for so- photosynthesis i agree i mean but he has one two three four looks like four solo cup plants that are under a foot tall in flowers so right he's definitely growing small plants so sure the co2 is low in there this is only going to help. So look into green pads, uh, exhale. I think for real small environments, green pads going to be your best bet. Right. Or just look at exchanging the air. You know, there's a few, was like about 400 parts per million in normal air. 
So if you're and what happens is in a room the plants exhaust that. So if you're exchanging the air a lot, you're constantly giving them 400 parts per million at least. You know it's something. Yeah, and if you can figure out that outdoor situation, man, start composting. You're on an island, humidity, heat, shit probably happens quick with composting. Sure. Start inoculating that compost with, uh, you know, living uh, soil products and get everything rocking, and then you're going to have something cool to add to your uh, planting mix, their shitty depot planting mix that you created. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Compost, dude. Why are you throwing that banana peel out, Scotty? Hey, what were we talking about? I thought this guy was the one telling us about he's got tons of coconuts all around him. I, I believe this is the same grower. I yeah. can only imagine because he's also on a Pacific Island. Right. Yeah. He's yeah. talking about making his own cocoa, right? Yeah, I mean, I bet you if you wash... If you I, first off, I've uh, grown right out of a coconut before. I've just grown a, uh, a bamboo. I just planted it in a coconut and just had it grow like a motherfucker straight out of it, and it did root in really awesome and worked really awesome. Um, but yeah, I bet you if you shredded this stuff and you just have to get rid of the salts, you'd really have to wash the sh- salts with something. I mean the. I think it would work, but the process to get it done is going to be pretty tough. I mean, like you said, a lot of washing. This guy's stuck on an island. He'll what else does he have to do, man? All right? <laughs> He's going to make his own boat and bang Ginger and Marianne, man. That's about it. <laughs> well, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't go through the trouble of your own. Uh, and I, I hear your frustration. I mean, it's a shit ton of money to ship anything out to you, I'm he sure. He might want to use that. Co- he might want to try to go grab some cocoa and mix cocoa and compost. You know? Yeah, if you can figure out a way to wash it well with fresh water and shred it well, it, or maybe it's worth compost trying it. for sure. What if he throws it in with his compost and lets it compost? I still think you got to get the salt out of it, though. Yeah, you're probably right. Before you compost it. Probably right. But I don't know. Ask Gilligan. <laughs> All right, man. Let's do. Uh, let's let's jump to what's going on in our grows here, Scotty, because yeah, we got some man. good info. Uh-huh. Uh, take, you got the biochar. Now, I know a while ago you were getting into biochar. We've even discussed, uh, yeah, hooking up some biochar with, you know, different products. Dude, I've made my, made my own biochar reactors before, man, yes. and retorts. Until you found an awesome – well, first let's talk about, you know, what it is. I know of biochar basically – it's like you said. I didn't want to add a ton to my living soil or any soil mix because I was afraid it was going to screw with pH. Yes. That's and a legitimate concern. I've seen a lot of uh, products – tote that it's in it i've seen raw products uh saying just biochar sure but here's the problem with biochar it's like basically like you said it's like a piece of coral or it's like a sponge you know it's super porous it has all these openings so if you throw that in raw and then you start putting nutrients in it well you've got to fill all those holes in the biochar and the biochar starts sucking up your nutrient like a sponge so what's the i mean the ratio of using biochar probably Depends I'd say on use the like source the, or quality I use, of it, or take uh, the number thirty-two and then divide it by five ninths, and that's how you get your ratio. All right, all right. <laughs> how um, do you use it? Ten, Where about, do you get about it? About ten percent. I'll put. I'll, I'll take a. I'll take a char. I'll maybe take a. Let's see, I'm taking a ten gallon bucket, so I'll take a gallon of char. I'll take a gallon of earthworm castings and mix all three of those together. So one gallon biochar, one gallon earthworm castings, and ten gallons no, and eight, of and, plant. and eight gallons, eight gallons of the of the potting mix. So this, okay, this is cocoa or peat or whatever. Yep. work it right, but your base nutrient or your base potting mix. Then. So it's giving you a home for your. Uh, I wonder what the pH would be if you had like biochar in a strainer. Here's the trick, though, man. You take the biochar a couple days beforehand and you put it in with the earthworm castings. You can do it up to a couple weeks beforehand. Anytime I buy biochar, 
I buy a bag of earthworm castings with it. And I'll always put a 50-50 blend of char and castings. And my thoughts are that all the living organisms in the organisms... Some or earthworm castings? Or in, in the earthworm they're castings. They're inoculating the char. Yeah, they're finding a home. They're moving into this new space. They're like, dude, look at all this, what we got. Baby, let's have a family. I like it. I like it. Yeah, man. So And then so after a couple of weeks, you've got this char that's just loaded inside and out. Uh, with all sorts of microbes, I also definitely take the recharge and put it on there, and I'll just give it a nice hearty water because this shit is dry. Dude, don't ever buy biochar by weight <laughs> because you could probably get like a shot glass full of biochar because it holds so much water and it would be like eight ounces. So you buy it by volume. And where's uh, where are you hooking up here? Because I've been I don't see it typically in a raw like. You know, let's say a five or a ten pound bag. At, it's hard to at find a store, at a, even at hydro store or landscaping supply or whatever nursery. So, like, is there a Colorado supplier that sells at retail, or is there a good site? There is. We're just hooking up with them. Uh, I've used them for for probably a year or two already. It's the sickest looking biochar. It is so clean. It looks like when you buy it, it looks like you're buying like a bag of pencil lids. Awesome. Like it's just this glowing silvery. You know, I don't know. It's just beautiful uh so consistency is important yeah sure i've seen a lot of there was a bag of biochar actually from a bigger company i'm not going to mention that has other potting soils at a lot of stores yep and it was like shit the bag was broken open so i could check it out and but yeah it was just like it looked like there were rocks from the gravel yard that were in there man yeah it was not cool or um yeah so and nobody's really bothering to make a good quality inoculated biochar i'm not really exactly sure why but you can do it real easy. You get earthworm castings. And anyway, to answer your question, I found this guy. He's in Colorado. He's he's making the char out of all the uh, the beetle kill pine. Really, that's awesome. Yeah, because so, he'll never run out of supply. Yeah, so it, you know it's it's not expensive. Uh, it, of course, is a hundred percent sterile. It's eleven hundred degrees that he, that that it uh, it cooks at. I guess initially, and then I think it goes down to about eight hundred degrees. We gotta so, get him up in some stores, man. Retailer, figure that shit out. You because. know what I'll do, man? Is I'm just gonna put him on uh, on on the uh, real growers uh, store. So I'll just I'll just have his product available. He can drop ship for us from there. But I'll have a hookup for him on the real grower store. He's a cool guy. Word. You gotta formulate some new shit, man. Get that worm and char together, maybe. Oh, that. Shh. <laughs> anyway, is that all you got going on in your grow? Uh, yeah, it, man, just fucking charcoal, Scotty. Just watching these clones grow, man. I'm back to the Urkel and the uh, and and the Vanilla Kush, and man, these bitches grow like crazy. I've even got what? I've even got little self watering pots for them. You know, before they go in the octo pot, I've got little hempy buckets they go through. This is your mini cloning hempy bucket method. You've been talking. Yeah, man, that thing's great. What does it cost, man? It's it's five bucks worth of cocoa core. You know, it's for what like five liters. You know, I don't know, fifteen liters of cocoa core. It's uh, a bucket, three gallon bucket. You could probably use a five gallon bucket. A dollar's worth of perlite, and I don't know, man. What did I leave out? Oh, and the and the lid. You got to buy that fucking dome. We got to get a healthy out. donor plant. We got to get way to grow to carry those domes, man. Those things are cool as shit, man. Those five gallon bucket cloning domes. Yeah, definitely, dude. I agree. We'll get that shit rocking. Looks like something though. I got I got it at HTG Supply online. It almost looks like something to get made for them though. You know, 
I haven't seen it anywhere else. I'm going to make a Dude Grows version. I just got to, you know, put in that order for 5000 minimum from uh, Alibaba. There you go, we'll man. We'll have them soon. Dude Glows. <laughs> Hello, do you make plastic? Dude Glows. <laughs> that, that's how I felt at the uh, Nine Inch Soundgarden concert the other night, Scotty. You were dude, glowing? Dude was glowing a little bit, Holy you know. Holy shit. Got a little, uh, we got a little loose there for sure, dude. The guy there was ne- a little fungus, a little bit of fungus <laughs> going on. The guy next to me was just tweaked out, man, and he was pretty big, dude. And he just he was pissed because nobody was slam dancing, man. Should have got into it, man. <laughs> we got, yeah. just a little slamming, you know. You know, I got him riled up, man. Yeah, you can slam respectably. <laughs> it was All good right. stuff. Dudes grow, man. Let's take it to the dudes grow. Come on, I got what the you indo got, man? and the outdo. Take it to the crib. Indo, guys, I prefer um, Myron, M-Y-R-O-N, Myron L meters. The reason that turned me on to these guys, I use their pH meter. I don't measure uh, EC or TDS because I don't need to. Organic growing and whatnot, the way to, the way to grow. Right. Uh, so I had this thing for almost two years, man, and I really take care of my probe. I keep it in the proper storage solution, actually the brand that they sell. Um, you keep it wet all the time, right? Yes. pH probe is important to keep wet all the time and I get keep, fucked up. I keep my probe wet all the time. Drinking and, and uh, cursing, man. They, uh, it worked great, man. That's the number one thing why probes fail. We all know that. And if you don't take care of it, you leave it sit out. You know, if it sits out once or twice, no big deal. You keep doing that shit. The probe dries out. It screws up. You don't get your money out of your, your equipment. But these guys were at a Max Yield Show Indoor Gardening Expo. And they're like throwing their meters on the oh, ground fuck. and shit, man. Wait, this like, is the blue one? Yeah. Incredipen? Yeah, not Incredipen. This is the Myron L. I hate that thing, man. But uh, it it's money. Super durable. It came over from other industries, you know, total, you know, municipality, water people, etc. I got to ask, though. Hang on. How long does it take that motherfucker to read? If you read the instructions... You can have two different settings on God it, Scotty Real. Damn it! I gave where mine away. You can away have a quick read, and then there's also the the one where you have to wait where the, the red light flashes for yeah. like 35 seconds. I bought so, that goddamn 150 dollar yeah. Incredit pen because I saw the guy smashing it all over the place, and I was like, "Ooh, that's a pen for me." I brought it home, and I'm sitting there holding yeah, it in the water the mode. for like 60 seconds, and I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck this, man!" I love the pen, man. It's been dialed. Man. I just got a probe the other day for 60 bucks. I usually I error almost. I'm like, "Dude, should I just get a whole new thing for another you know 45 60 bucks ain't bad, man. 60. But no, I, it, I'll get another two years out of that probe. I think the CPU, if you will, on the pen. Is uh, the processor, you know, all that fancy shit is fine. So I'm stoked on that. I like my Ron L meters. And if you guys run, my next pick would probably be Blue Lab. But I've seen everything from uh, Oak, is Oak Tins a meter too? Sure. Yeah. My years in the biz, every meter company seems to have eventually a bad batch. There was a while where every other fucking Blue Lab we sold was just bunk. Oh, and man. then, you know, there was a while where those green little Oakton Eco 1s and Eco 2s or sure. whatever, every, you know, Fourth one was crap. So they had to go and over that's to China, us. man. They had to go over to China and crack some skulls. Yeah, exactly. Man. It, that's a control quality issue with your suppliers. But regardless, I really dig this one. You guys got your meters. Definitely store them in storage solution if you can, not just pH seven. Calibrate them bitches once a week because that shit's important. I just leave mine in the reservoir. Unless you're on the dark side where you truly never check pH with your true living organic soil, which is totally fine with me. I'm just anal. I always want to know what's going on a little bit. Yeah, but I can leave mine in the reservoir, and I I never have any problems with it going off. Word. So otherwise, in 
dudes grow. Checking the trichomes. Checking the trichomes. Yeah, when that. is that shit going to be ready, man? I don't want to come over <laughs> and smoke your weed. I got some White Widow, dude. I've never grown out White Widow before. Seemed pretty hungry plant. Always was fighting a little bit of some deficiencies I could see in the leaves, but looking at the flowers and smelling them and getting that essential oil on my fingers, you know, manipulating the, the ladies in the in the room. They're looking good. And I'm like at that, I'm like at 70% faded. Or I should say, sorry, like my leaves are faded 30% all away from dark green. But I started getting me concerned. But then I was like, time to look at trikes and make a decision, you know. What do you got, just a week left or something? No, I got at least two and a half weeks okay. left. So okay. last night... I gave them a really good feed. I, I fed them well, um, based nutrient. I used some BioThrive Bloom from General Organics. Sure. And some, a uh, little bit of the Tricantinol and some liquid guano as the booster, some HPK. But, uh, I was like, this is going to be my last really heavy feeding. So yeah, I would think just, so, man. Just hit them hard with all that. From now on out, plain water, I'm seeing cloudy trikes and about, they're here and there. There weren't there weren't enough of them cloudy to to, to give you an exact ratio. So that's where I know shit start to change. But then the LSD in the room, which I've also never grown, totally dark green. Flowers aren't as big. I thought that one was supposed to finish around the same time. So I got to do a little strain research online, see what's up. Which is always it's usually fun until you hear too much shit about oh this plant does this and this does this. I still have yet to find an authority site you know for reviewing strains. Sure, sure. So, Auto, you ready for Auto? Yeah, man. Am I boring you over there? You got to chime in here. Uh-uh, man. Bud's the size of your head. Oh, wait. Wait, Scott. I had just a little more indoor. I am starting a couple seeds here, just like in some 2.5 pots. Uh, I'm going to get my Citrix going from Reserva Pravada because that shit was awesome. Really great flavor. And I'm going to do one for the first time ever. I think I'll do the cocoa, some can of cocoa inoculated with the biochar and worm as well as recharge. And then, and that's going to be just a soil, a soilless cocoa 10 gallon container. And then I'm going to do one in the octopod as well. Not necessarily to like full on compare them because I'm coming from feminized seeds. So that's a factor in itself. But right. just to go over the steps and start documenting, get me excited again in the garden with the camera. I've been doing the same shit for like three years now. So I want to mix it up so I can rock some cocoa and, uh, yeah, rock the hybrid octopod hydro. Soilless system, if I'll call it that. Absolutely. All right, outdoor. Come on, outdoor. what you got out there? What's going on outdoors, Man. dude? Outdoor here in Colorado. This is the Grower Report. I was dude, looking at my plants. What's going on, you know, outside? Looking at my plants today, and uh, there's a little pre I mean, barely. It's like the smallest hair here and there, you know. So, and technically, my plants are going to flower until at least hopefully October 7th or 8th, maybe longer if the weather permits. So it's like I barely have enough time. I had to do one more like light top. Like I was picking and choosing, taking anywhere from four to six inches off the tops. Wow, man. And they're just getting too big, dude. I cannot, a, a, a day that's above 90, 92 in full sun. Right. I cannot water them enough. And I could water easily six gallons a day per container in the 20 gals because those 20 gals are just too small for outdoor monsters so that'll never happen again i'm going in 40 gals next year and then the reason i did this year i wanted to be able to move them but uh, that's not happening once they're planted they're not moving if it gets too cold we'll have to build a barrier i mean you could try the 15 gallon smart pot uh with the octopot base man there you go might check that out but i also thinned them guys you always want to go through a little bit take off like 15 20 percent of uh bullshit on the side 
bottom leaves, all those little suckers that take off that think they're going to be a flower but really just turn into some popcorn bullshit you don't need. It's always good to do. I'm not even flowering yet, but I'll probably do that three, four more times. It's just keeping your plants in check and making your trimming job easier at the end. So that's how I roll with the outdoor, man. Diggity. And I'm excited for the flowers to come, Scotty. That's like the best time for outdoor. And my hail guard up, dude. It's like today we had some big-ass thunders. I thought I heard one little ting-ting, you know, the ting-ting of the hail starting. I didn't even even flinch. It's like I'm not worried about it. My ladies are dandy. I should just stop tempting Mother Nature because she's going to be like, I'll bring you some fucking softballs, dude. (laughs) Right. So, all right, guys, that was Dude Grow Show 37. They're only going to get better. Guys, we're going for a a two and a half, three hour long show here. We're getting all the uh, tweaks out of our new studio space. I hope it sounded freaking awesome. And, uh, man, what do you think, Scotty? Yeah, man, I am digging this. It's nice not to uh, hear myself in the echo. Yes, I agree. (laughs) I agree. Uh, Hot deals and review. The rest of the month, guys, it's hot. It's summer. 30% off all can fan shit at any of the way to grows. Use Dude Grows account if you want deep discounts on any other retail or hook up on the bulb deal. $60 Hortolux 1,000 watts. Yeah, that's 30% off before our discount, man. Yeah, yeah. No, they're not combined, though. You can't combine discounts. What? That would be like... I think that's where you just lose money. No like, way. So wait a minute. I'm going to give you this can filter for 67% off. I'm going to talking to authorities, man. <laughs> uh, recharge, of course. That's always mentioned throughout the show. If you don't know, listen back. Uh, and if nothing else, man, we need give us some emails, guys. Dude grows at Gmail. I love to talk grow. You here in Colorado area, Denver, you want to do a sit-in? Let's try and hook it up, man. We'd love to have some people sit in on the show. Yeah, now we're in our central Denver location, man. It's fucking easy, man. Exactly. As well as uh, Scotty's over at realgrowers.com. I ain't talking about my website anymore because I, I got big shit coming He's up. He's focusing man. on a, a, an app that's going to change the world. That's right, man. You'll be able to just hit a button on your phone and get high. Don't talk about it, man. Hey, you know what? This is kind of funny. I was doing 420 app research, though, and I was like, ooh, here's a couple. And the one that had a million downloads was the virtual bong. What? Yep. You the just, virtual bong. It was just like a bong on your phone, and you could light a lighter. <laughs> you could pass it to your friends. Maybe we need to make a virtual grow. Like, I mean, I see these games that my kid plays between building things on Minecraft. Holy shit, not a bad idea. Plants versus zombies. Let's do, uh, if you're in a legal state and you're just practicing, it'll be your virtual grow. Wow. Like, I'm only growing cannabis on my Xbox, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Not a bad idea, brother. All right, guys. Dude Grow Show. All of them are over at Dude Grow's. DudeGrows.com, but I'd say DudeGrowsShow.com. That's right. That's your direct access. Tripping out, man. Tripping out. I got to go relax, dude. That dine-in show just took it out of me a little bit. It's kicking in. <laughs> Do you feel that? Do you feel that like me? <laughs> Later, hey, guys. Hey, no, no, no. What, what was up what? with that DJ at the Nine Inch Nails show? Oh, shit. They had the, we walked in there to this music where it just, just seemed like an audio malfunction, man. Bass. <laughs> it seemed like things were exploding, man. Constant, just the lot, like bass going through your body. And we were at the upper deck feeling that. Yeah. So anybody down low with any heart condition, that was probably not good. Ah, my buddy showed up and he goes, he, we're walking into Red Rocks and he goes, ah, I kind of got a, a little bit of a headache. And then he walked into that. I was like, cool. I'll leave you here, sir. No good. No good. <laughs> Anyway, 
All right, guys, we'll be back soon. Things are getting dialed more and more. Everything is getting on the up and up here at the Dude Grow Show. Thanks for all your support, and keep on listening in your grow on the road, wherever. Tell your friends. That's one of the best things you can ever do for us. Tell your friends to listen to the Dude Grow Show. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Later. All right. I can tell you that I went from 83 degrees in my room to an 80 to 81 degrees. I awesome. lowered two degrees in my room by changing from hand fan eight to a max eight. You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly.